It is August. On the path. All the suspensions are over. Everything is back to normal. Yay. It is good to be back to normal. I feel less stressed. I it is good to be back to normal, but I do miss the summers and traveling and now yeah, I know. Like, oh, yeah, no. And it is the worst part of the year. It's ungodly hot, mm-hmm. and I miss the dry heat of the Arizona desert. Yeah, I can't say I relate to that, but it's not bad. I get what, yeah, I've, it's, I, not bad. it's raining a lot here recently, which kind of makes me feel like I'm at home. So I did I see like a it. little bit of rain in Arizona, but I Ooh. I did see a lot of rain in Newcastle. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, that's all you saw here, really. <laughs> and I don't think we're getting rain where I'm at anytime soon. Wow, what about that for a little on-the-path throwback weather watch? Yeah, no kidding. But <laughs> unlike other things, it is kind of going to be somewhat a start of something new. It's not too mm-hmm. big of a change, but we are here to say that pretty much from now on, actually, from now on, that the main feed will largely be focused on movies. You know, Which I'm very excited about. I am too. We've done times, obviously, if anybody's listening or been listening, we've done like TV series where we've done all the episodes. And we've kind of bounced around. We started off mainly Witcher. We just did The Witcher season three. But mainly just to focus the main feed, it'll be movies. And then sometime like the Patreon feed right now is one a month, $5 once a month. That'll stay like a movie or something like that. And then starting next month, we'll probably do something different. We'll see. We'll keep that one and maybe add something in. We'll see from there. And then when I'd say TV shows come back that we really want to cover, they'll probably just go on the Patreon feed to keep this main feed thematically stable. I think I'm excited as well because I don't know if I've ever mentioned this on the podcast, but I studied film at university. Like I studied film production mainly, but there was a little bit of theory and stuff in there as well. But I do feel like a lot of big movies have passed me and I never take the time to sit down and watch movies that I maybe should have already by the grand age of 30. Um, (laughs) So this might be a good chance to do that. Yeah, and we don't really have a set theme on what the movies will be. There's no real release. I'd say we're not really going to do, even though we just did you and Valerie just did like Barbie. They're mainly going to be older movies. There will be some classics. There will be some great movies. There will be, maybe like today, some real big stinkers and bad movies that we're going to have fun with (laughs) and make fun of, and then some that we like. So it's not going to be a, I wouldn't say it's a bad movie podcast. I would just say it's going to be a movie podcast with hopefully some comedic elements and fun (laughs) elements to that. There will be some, especially starting on here, our episodes are going to be tied to kind of new releases. And so this Van Helsing is tied to the movie The Last Voyage of the Demeter, which is a Dracula movie. That's coming out on Friday. And like you said, there it'll be fun with like this movie. I never saw this movie, but you yeah. saw it when it came out. I think so. So bear in mind, in 2004, I would have been 11. So I remember watching this and being a little bit scared of it and thinking it was really cool. But I did not remember the plot or like anything about it. So it did feel kind of like watching a fresh movie today, apart from there were certain bits that... I don't know, just very vividly came back in my mind. Maybe it was like, it was mainly the um the bride, the brides. I remembered oh, them very man. vividly because they were quite scary when they turned into the flying vampires. Yeah, we'll, we'll get to them in the CGI yeah. <laughs> uh, and all that. But yeah, so it'll be some movies we haven't seen, some movies we have, some that we love, some that we both hate. So it'll kind of be all over. 
and again, this was tied to that. And also say just kind of stick around to the end and we will tease what next week's movie is going to be, which, again, to me is a wild movie that you haven't seen and I cannot wait. Oh, my God. Yeah, I forgot what you were talking about there, but now I remember. Uh, to hear your reaction. To that. So we'll, <laughs> we'll do that kind of at the very end. Uh, last other thing before we get going here is this is coming out on a Friday or maybe like overnight. Uh, Saturday, if you get it on Saturday, sometime in the afternoon, probably like 2 p.m. my time, maybe like 8 p.m. English yeah. time, uh, I'm going to be doing a stream. Haven't done one in a while. Ooh. It's kind of a fundraising stream, but it's a fundraising stream for myself. <laughs> Let me explain. <laughs> it's going to be for me to get like teaching supplies, mainly, honestly, Kleenex, because throughout last year, I would say that I easily spent well over $100 on tissues alone. That's crazy. Yeah, because, you know, 90 kids a day, 100 kids a day. Once flu season hits, it's just nonstop yeah. kids blowing their nose, using them. There were times, multiple times last year, I had to get just a massive roll of toilet paper, like the very cheap toilet paper, put it in there. And so something like that basically is just going to be, you know, I think I'm probably just going to have the goal of maybe like 200. But every $20 raised, I will eat an increasingly hotter wing. Yes, I think you need to do that. And then also bring back the press up cam. I don't think I will be doing that with that. And considering we are going to do a power hour, we're going to end it with a power hour, powwow hour, hour. Powwow. End it with a power hour, not a powwow. I'm not going to get canceled here or anything like that. Uh, not a power out. God damn it. Not a powwow. A power hour later. Uh, at the end of that, probably like the last hour or so. But I've got I'll all jump the... on at some point. Yeah, there you go. Lucy will join in and I'll do um, I've already got the hot sauces ready and there are some at the end. It's like a million Scovilles. It is <laughs> it'll ruin me right before and I'll have the camera on. So again, join for that. It'll be on my uh, Twitch. It'll be the Fox Bride on Twitch. I'll say that again uh, towards the end. Uh, we also have a new email address. It's going to be pod on the path at gmail.com. Mm, we are like really rebranding it is again we did a soft again what do you call it? like a soft, soft launch a soft relaunch soft launch again when we switched from the witcher 3 and just the witcher into that and now it's another one in there again as you see we're kind of scatterbrained with this but uh Ever evolving podcast yes it is and another thing too honestly to me if you want to talk about like selfishly is when i tell people you know like having a podcast barely anybody knew about the witcher or knew yeah. about these other things Everybody likes movies. Exactly. And so it's something that'll be more, I think, readily available. But I think with that, all that intro out of the way, we're here for 2004's Van Helsing. Oh, yeah. All right. So this is directed and written by Stephen Summers. And Stephen Summers directed and wrote one of my favorite movies of all time, Damn. 1999's The Mummy. Oh my God, I didn't know this. And then I looked at his IMDb and I was like, oh shit. How did we go from the mummy to Van Helsing? <laughs> it's what happens when you do the monster movie and everything hits. Like I just think of Brendan Fraser in that movie and how yeah. every how everybody's so good and active. And we'll get to Kate Beckinsale and Hugh mm -hmm. Jackman in a bit. Oh, I'll get to them in a bit. <laughs> But yes, it's just because I'm looking at this and I'm like, oh, man, it looks kind of like it. And he did The Mummy Returns, which was terrible. And mm -hmm. all the CGI in here. And yeah, it just he had a blank check to do this movie. It's like a <laughs> hundred and sixty million dollar budget. 
Mm-hmm. And yeah, this to compare this to the mummy is just incomparable. I want to say at the beginning of this, before we get into it, I enjoyed Van Helsing. I think it's fun and silly, but also in comparison to the mummy, it's like, like you say, incomparable. The mummy's miles better. And I need to rewatch the mummy because it is five years older than Van Helsing, but I don't recall the CGI being as bad as the CGI is in Van Helsing. Watch the mummy too. The Mummy it, 2 is the one with like the scorpion dude, yes. right? And that's really bad. It, it, that is horrendous, but it's not just that. It's other things in there. And that was 2002. That's one of my notes in here is the CGI is bad, but it's not the Mummy 2 bad. <laughs> I think it was just an over-reliance on CGI mainly. It was just so much of it. That there was a lot, yeah. In 2004, all I thought about watching this movie was I want to turn it off and go watch The Mummy. Yeah, thankfully I didn't realize that it was written by the same guy or directed by the same guy until afterwards. So that thought didn't cross my mind whilst watching it. Yeah. So at the end, we'll do our tier list ratings. We're going to do that from every movie from now on and kind of have our little caveats maybe with it also. Halfway through this movie, I was about an hour into this movie and it felt like five hours. And I was like, I need a break. And I paused it. And at that point, I was like, this is one of the worst movies I've ever seen. Like, it's not fun (laughs) because it's not campy enough. Yes. It's like they danced around being camp. And other than Dracula, they didn't like full send it. Dracula was quite camp in that I didn't even really take him that seriously or find him scary. But the rest of them didn't go far enough. Not nearly far enough. At first, I was like, oh, man, this dude's eating the scenery. He's doing camp. But then I realized. This is what it should have been. He's the only one this movie should have been. Kate Beckinsale and Hugh Jackman are the most bland, boring mm-hmm. characters. Yeah. What is significant about them? What is special about them? Yeah, it's not anything very interesting exciting. about them. No, nothing. They don't even have like that sit down scene where they get like a five to six, seven minute, you know, talk. Talky within, talk. Within 90 seconds, there was some goddamn monster coming in to fight. That's what I kept thinking. Every time they start talking about some kind of lore or background, they're immediately interrupted by these brides or some other kind of monster. Um, yeah, so you didn't you didn't get enough of that really to get attached to them, I guess. Oh, not not at all. And I said this before we recorded that the when the movie ended, I was just was like, man, that was rough. I'll get my tear at the end. It did grow on me a little bit once I kind of stepped back and looked back and thought, okay, these people did it, but these were the problems. And yeah, Mm -hmm. let's get into these two main actors because Stephen, uh, Stephen Summers basically hasn't done too much more after that. He's done the direct to mummy sequels DVD. Yeah. His career kind of, it kind of, it kind of fell off, but let's get into the star huge Jack (laughs) man, big Aussie bloke. Yeah, Ozzy Bloke, made known as uh, known mainly as made known only known mainly as Wolverine and yeah. the the Greatest Showman. Have you ever seen that? Yeah, I fucking love the Greatest Showman. Yes, I'm obsessed with it. I sing every song. Yes, the songs are incredible. So every good. dance move, I know it. Why didn't we do that movie? Oh, because it's not Dracula. It's not, this is not Hugh Jackman. Not, yeah. That's right. I was like, wait, is <laughs> it's it not Hugh, Hugh Jackman week. <laughs> it's Dracula week. <laughs> when is the new Wolverine movie coming out? We can uh, do a movie there that we'd actually like Yay. like to do. So what I have about him is his accent is just awful. Awful. Yeah. It's more like he does it, and then sometimes he'll get to the end of a sentence and forget it, and nobody thought to say, "Could you just redo that bit?" 
like in the accent. Okay, so what I got, so Van Helsing is Dutch. Yes, originally, yeah. Yeah, so he's not doing, I thought at first he's doing an American accent, like just a generic Midwestern, like so just too. nothing accent, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Why? <laughs> like, Why? Yeah, exactly. Why not just be Australian if you're not going to be Dutch? He's not supposed to be, yeah. Because yeah. <laughs> I literally was like, Van Helsing, American? Like, there's no way. No. And then, no, he's a, he's a Dutch, like, Dr. Polymath. Yeah, they did change his name. His original name is Abraham, but they yes. changed his name to Gabriel in this film for some reason. I know um, why. Yeah, because he's came, meant to be like... I figured it out, if you will. This is going oh. back to biblical religious knowledge. And you know what? Fuck yes. it. We're, we're, we're... The left hand. There you go. So you looked it up? No, no, I got it. Oh, you knew that Gabriel was the left hand... Gabriel the archangel mm-hmm. was left hand of God? Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Look at that. Look at us with our... Such Christian movie buffs. Well, Christian say, movie buffs. I was going to say more Christian like religion. It's <laughs> like Bible sense. club. <laughs> no, but when they say that later on, when they say the left hand killed him, I was like, that's the, that's the Archangel Gabriel. Oh, shit. He's Gabriel Van Helsing. And then that's when it hit. Like, wait a minute. Van Helsing's name isn't Gabriel. And then I did have to look up that it was Abraham. And I was like, oh, that's why they did it. Because he's the one that actually killed Dracula. Like fucking In his five, human form. Yeah. Yeah, the lore of this movie really lost me. Like, no, honestly, I couldn't <laughs> keep up. This is like, I remember you said, like, an hour into the film, you kind of had to pause it. And I was the same. First of all, I noticed this film was like two hours and 10 minutes. And I was like, ugh. Even though the last 10 minutes were credits. Yeah, it was a straight two hours without it, credits. Yeah. Yeah. So I was already like, you know, one foot out the door for that reason. And about an hour in, it was doing some like heavy lore plot stuff that didn't make sense. So I was, I was like, wait, so there's these vampires that have like somehow had kids, but the kids are dead. They've got a Frankenstein monster. The dad had to kill his son, but couldn't the dad do killed it. His son. There's a monster. There's a werewolf. I'm like, what the fuck is going on? No, right out of the gate, there was what I thought was actually pretty cool. This eight minute or so black and white prologue. And it's oh, very yeah. it's very obvious that Stephen Summers loves those 1920s and 30s monster movies. The Mummy was a remake of the 30s Mummy one. This whole oh, dark cool. universe before the dark universe. I was like, damn, can the whole movie just be this? This would be really you want to throw it back to the golden age of Hollywood or maybe a little bit before the golden age of Hollywood. Mm-hmm. Do that. And then, yes, we have Dr. Frankenstein in there. And I just was scratching my head like, wait, what? Is this, <laughs> this is a mummy mismatch. And then he kills him. And then he's mm-hmm. making a thing to try. To, I have it down in here somewhere. Well, yeah. Apparently, okay, here it is. Apparently, this is about Dracula teaming up with Dr. Frankenstein, creating the monster, the doctor di- or being killed by Dracula, and mm-hmm. then the monster being key to Dracula using the doctor's machine. What the hell am I talking about? No, I just don't understand. And why is there werewolves? <laughs> and then the werewolf comes in because it's like this dark universe. It's the mm-hmm. werewolf. And so, yeah, if you look at it's like, like the, the original Avengers. It really is, and this is what they were going to do with the Tom Cruise mummy movie that came out and then flopped, and then Russell Crowe was supposed to be Dr. Jekyll. He was Dr. Jekyll in that movie, oh, or Mr. Cool. Hyde, I guess you can say, and they had yeah. this set up for this whole dark universe, and then that movie tanked, and they're like, oh, I didn't know about that one. And they fucking killed it all. They pulled the plug on all of it, and Tom Cruise is just I... like, oh, I'm just going to do Mission Impossible movies. Oh, well, good for him. That was that, the right choice. <laughs> it was, but that last one bombed. Did it? Barbenheimer. The newest one. Barbenheimer. Oh, Barbenheimer it, fucking it, blew everything up. It came out the... Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we're not going to be... 
Well, no more jokes like that. Japan's going to be mad. Anybody in Japan, we're sorry. I apologize <laughs> on behalf of On the Path and Lucy. Uh, <laughs> no, it came out a week before Barbenheimer. And so I think so much of because other movies got killed in the summer. Yeah. And I think the hype of Barbenheimer, Barb, I cannot fucking. I, I had the worst night's sleep last night that I've had in years. And it is now fully affected. You know, I'm just going to lie and say I've been drinking. I'm sorry. I've been drinking. I'll be better. Yeah. There you go. That's it. It's not that I'm slowly deteriorating, <laughs> losing my mind as I creep towards 40. So I think it was people were either like anticipating that or maybe people who can't go to the movies all that much were just saving up to go to that movie. Go to one, and, yeah. Yes, and Barbie's made over a billion dollars, and Oppenheimer's made fucking five or six hundred something like that. And yeah, that Mission Impossible fall or is it Fallout Part? No, Dead no, Reckoning I... Part One. Yeah, it like I don't know if it's been a bomb, but it is massively disappointed. I mean, you can't compete with Barbenheimer at this point. You need some kind of hype, and they probably had none because everything was overtook. I still haven't seen. I know. Are you gonna go? Have you have you planned to see it, or are you just gonna watch it on the? the tell you when you get it uh, I, I am gonna watch it mainly because i want to listen to our episode yeah <laughs> <laughs> to, to you and valerie on our episode i want to listen to that uh for the most part uh but yeah hugh jackman i cannot believe in a weird way this feels like this could have ended his career this feels like a career ending non-performance i feel like he's great in wolverine and i feel like he's so good in the greatest showman i haven't seen les mis but i imagine he's great at that too he can sing and maybe. dance i'm sure he's exactly. amazing exactly this is what maybe he was just born to be you know a showman haha <laughs> and this wasn't for him the thing too about it and what i loved which i also thought was cool while watching it these are largely practical sets right and so it's not right now the Marvel and everything there where it's all blue screened, where there's literally nothing. There's blue screen and they're like, here's the CGI coming in. Like they're having to act out the CGI, but they're on these awesome practical sets. So that's kind of there too that kind of surprises me that, yeah, maybe because I was looking up, I couldn't find him really talking about the movie. Mm -hmm. Maybe him and Steven Summers really didn't see eye to eye. Maybe he realized this was a goddamn clunker and just. Yeah. But at the same time, I always wonder that, like, if you're an actor, an A-list actor like that, you're on a fucking $160 million movie set, he's making probably eight figures by that, by this movie, no doubt, I would think, at coming off Wolverine. And you're like, damn, this is a mistake. This is a clunker. Do you then just pack it in? Or do you mm. go, or do you go above and beyond thinking, hey, I did my best. Look, I'm yeah. trying. It's like, you know, it's like an athlete on a losing team. You're getting your ass kicked. It's like, do you just quit? Or do, do you, you just really try out, yeah. to do it? And so I kind of always wondered what actors do in that case. Yeah, I guess it'd be different depending on the situation, wouldn't it? And depending on the actor, for sure. Yeah, because like this is he's was he 35 or 36? I think when in this movie right here, he's somewhere like mid 30s. Really? Yeah. And it's right after Wolverine. This He's breaking out. This is his foray into making what get that paycheck, you know, that super paycheck. Yeah. now. <laughs> it's just really weird how and his character was bland. Like, I don't know if anybody could have saved it. Actually, you know what? I do think somebody with actual. It's funny because he has so much charisma in everything else, but he has none here. So I yeah. talked myself out of that. <laughs> there had actually been two Wolverine films before this one come out. So like he's he's done loads before Van Helsing. And then he had X-Men Origins Wolverine, which apparently is one a, a dreadful movie, which was, I believe, oh. written by David Benioff. Do you know who that is? Oh, yeah. yeah. Game, Game of, of Thrones. Thrones. Yeah. I think he wrote that movie. And oh, then he had goodness. Logan, which won like a Oscar for best screenplay or something. So. God, it's very. Oh, the word escapes me. 
volatile up and down oh his yes his filmography his, yes exactly he, do, he does seem like an awesome dude like a guy i would love to oh, hang out with he yes. oh, on instagram i meant to put it in our discord he had a guinness and he said something along lines of like up the aussies or something and like gave a wink for like the I women's think i team. saw that when yeah. i was scrolling in the middle of the night and i meant to tag someone in it as well because i was like how weird you need to stop looking at stuff in the middle of the night because it just goes straight into your subconscious. And Yeah. And then I think about it the next day. I'm like, did I dream that? I'm legit not going to send anything to you anymore. No, overnight. <laughs> it's weird because the other night I woke up and I remember waking up at 4.17 a.m. And my phone is on silent. So it didn't ping or anything, but you sent me a message as soon as, soon as yeah. I picked up my phone. I was like, nah. that's fucking weird. But anyway, I've opened it now, so I'll put it away. And then obviously the notification's gone. So the next morning I don't check my messages. And then I just get you going, hello. A uh, bump, bump, bump was always ping. the thing. No, because that, that's the time when I do send late messages is right before bed, 10 to 1030. Mm -hmm. And so yeah, I'm just like, no, you know, what? I'm going to type it out. And I'm just going to literally get in on the there morning. and hit enter <laughs> in the morning. All right, Hugh Jackman mercifully avoided it. Uh, Kate Beckinsale. Oh, boy. The first thing I have down about her, big Yennefer vibes. Well, I was going to say, this whole film is about a superhuman monster hunter who protects the world from evil but is hated and called a murderer by the humans. I was like, I feel like we know a guy like this. We know a guy. And then she shows up. And I was like, oh, you're Yennefer. <laughs> this is so weird i feel like it's something i should have looked more into but her outfit looks exact like especially the lower the pants on down to the boots yeah. look exactly like her witcher 3 outfit and yes like and, the but then curls, she's got more color there's there's more color in there and it's red she's wearing instead of like the violet and yeah yennefer vingerberg vibes there so it's like man what a witcher we could have had witcher 2004 2005 hugh jackman Imagine. yeah kate beckinsale Kate Beckinsale is very much more similar to the Polish Yennefer. Yeah. Really, really similar. Did you see Underworld? No, I never saw that. Okay. I actually don't. The thing is, I know who Kate Beckinsale is, but I actually don't really know anything she's in. Pearl Harbor, I think she's in. He is. She also oh, voices, a, she voices a queen in the Elder Scrolls, which I haven't played, but I noticed. Oh, really? Queen. Which, which one? Erin. Is that like Oblivion? Is that four? Or... I don't know. It just says the Elder Scrolls. Oh, no, sorry. It said the Elder Scrolls Online. Oh, okay. She has a volatile filmography. She might not be the best actor, you know, and mm. it's kind of showcased here. Talk about accent. How about that accent? Oh, I wasn't sure if it was real or not. And I was like, if this is not oh, a real no, she's accent, English. this is uncomfortable. Oh, oh no. she's English? She's oh, Eng no. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> but it comes and goes. And this is something, again, listener out there, if you're going to rewatch it, there's sometimes where she just straight goes, you know, like Eastern yeah. Romanian. And then other times it ain't there. She just it's bailed. It's not there at all. No, she just bailed on it. Um, but yeah, she has a very volatile filmography. But Underworld came out the year before this where she's a vampire hunter. Yes. And they yeah. didn't want to offer her the role because they were like, oh, it's too close to it. But they sent it to her or her agent said something and she signed on immediately. So she's playing wow. a vampire hunter. And then like a werewolf hunter slash vampire yeah. hunter back to back <laughs> years. So typecast is that. Yeah. And then she doesn't really do much. much else. No, I think she, she does another underworld film. 
Yeah, she married know. somebody real high up, I think, in the business. I don't know if it was an executive or a big producer, but I think she was married to somebody. Like, she's made her own money, don't get me wrong. But I think yeah. she was married to somebody where she did not have to keep acting and doing for her. whatever. She was in an Adam Sandler, but was it Bedtime Stories that she was? No, she was Click. No, she, yeah, was she the wife in Click? I don't know. I think she was the wife. Uh, I'm looking on Cliff. her IMDb. Okay. Cliff? Click. Like, the, it was a remote. Uh... Yeah, yeah, she's Donna Newman. Okay, in yeah. That is a weird movie, man. You think that's just the generic Adam Sandler, like, oh, what a stupid concept. And, like, the first hour, first one-half to three-fourths are very much like that. That movie gets weirdly deep. Oh. It's like, I remember watching this being like, this is not, this is the same movie? This is Adam Sandler? What is going on? Where's my stupid Christopher Walken <laughs> remote control movie? Yeah. That's a that's a weird one there. Uh, I also have down that she absolutely hated that corset, and I believe it, because she almost looks cartoonish. Like, it's edited. Her waist is yeah. so tiny. Yeah, it's it's actually quite scary how, how tight they tied her into that <laughs> yeah she said she wanted to burn it at the end did she <laughs> yeah no for good reason and that's another thing too because at times her movement also seems a little like wooden and whatnot and i'm thinking like okay maybe because her spine was why. being compressed i'll give her yeah. a pass uh, <laughs> on that as well there was something these bad movie awards and she was nominated for worst accent i think hugh jackman might have been also but i know she was worst accent or worst accent yeah yeah that's okay it's not quite Cap uh, Nick Cage and Captain Corelli's mandolin bad, right? That, I don't that, know that one. That oh my god, it's Nick Cage doing an Italian accent. So oh, in, in World War II movies, like an Italian soldier, Captain Corelli's mandolin. Mm. Don't go look it up. All <laughs> right. Um. So there's one more. Uh, like the main one here, Richard Roxborough. Yeah, Roxborough. However you say it, playing. I was about to say playing Vladimir. No, playing Vlad Dracula, Count Dracula. He's eating up the scenery. He's the only one to me having fun. If yeah. everybody acted like this and they actually made it campy as this, I think I mm -hmm. would have enjoyed it. Yeah. Yeah. He I actually thought he was really good. And it was just, you know, so bizarre seeing him walk up the walls and do all those weird oh my zany God. things. <laughs> when he when Mariska, the bride, is killed and mm -hmm. he comes out of his like Icy, ice bath or something. Ice bath. Yeah. He's just uh, and he's just sprawled. I like it's a fucking David Bowie music video. It's so Marishka. funny. And then yes, he's walking up the walls and then is upside down. At that point, there I was like, "What is is going on?" <laughs> and then the camp started to hit. I'm like, "Okay." And they're like, "Are we not good enough for you?" He's like, "I have mm -hmm. no heart. It's yeah. cold." I was just like, "Whoa, this is." <laughs> I was like, "This is too much." But then he stayed with it. Yes, he he did it all the way, and I thought he was great. But like that was, you know, he wasn't like a scary bad guy or anything. No, I just no. I found him very silly, which is good. Like I enjoyed that; it was funny. Um, but I don't know. The other one I found funny was the monster. Oh, Frankenstein's and monster! Yeah, I thought yeah. he was great. How serious? Like compared to this silly Dracula, the monster was like weirdly sincere. When he should have been silly because, you know, his head's like half falling off. But that's like, where, I just okay. want to exist. <laughs> I want to live. Yeah. But like, I don't know. It's funny. But when he's when they get to the end, the ice castle and he's entombed in that thing and they're pulling him up and he's got like the slow tear coming down. He's yeah. like, save yourself. Find the antidote. I'm like, mm -hmm. am I? 
what are we doing? Like, this is not, is this too serious? What is going on? Yeah. No, like have his head bumping apart. Yes, he was, he was the most serious in it, but not too serious. I do like though that they made him uh intelligent like a person yeah. he's a monster yeah. he was just brain brain i smash things i think that's mm-hmm. also more like lore accurate accurate mother lore accurate to the source yes. material i think so too especially in the prologue where he like saves his father and he's devastated he's like why would you do this he's what? looking at down at the yes. villagers like why have you done this Bye-bye. i don't understand it's really sad um but this guy who played the monster is called Schuler hensley also played a very small role in The Greatest Showman. Did he? Well, that would be a nice little um, reunion for him and Hugh. Do you think Hugh was like, who are you? <laughs> yeah, I was thinking oh. that. Would he have to be like, do you remember me? I wonder if he was one of the freaks. Like one of the, like, in the freak he show. He was like one the... of the angry townsmen, I believe. Oh. Yeah, I thought, I think, I don't know if he's Wait, like a Wait, in this movie also guy. or that movie? <laughs> no, in The Greatest Showman. <laughs> the angry townsmen. Um... A quick hit here, Kevin J. O'Connor, who plays Igor, he's Benny in The Mummy. So I kind of, you could easily recognize that voice and that delivery. Mm-hmm. He's excellent in The Mummy. God, I love him in that. Uh, he also had a very small part in There Will Be Blood. And he oh. showed up, I'm like, what the fuck is he doing in There Will Be Blood? Uh-huh. He's a bit up What there. about uh, Carl, David yes. Wenham? David Wenham. Have you seen all the Lord of the Rings? I have. I didn't recognize okay. him from that. Faramir, I recognize yeah. him from 300. That, and that's okay. So I looked, I looked at him. I'm like, is that Faramir? I look at, yes, this is Faramir from Lord of the Rings. You know what, David Wenham, get that paycheck here. Like, you know, you can do, you can do a little cl- stinker when you probably didn't get paid shit for Lord of the Rings. Get your money here. And then I saw that he was in 300. And I'm like, still haven't seen it. Oh. Yeah, we'll do that on here. I used sure. to watch that film every year at Christmas. Like, I love it. Like, not on Christmas Day. That was like your like, Christmas movie? Just that we would go to family and it would be like, let's watch 300. Like, it's How, so how many good. times do you think you've seen it? Probably like mm, probably 10 times, 10, 11 times. Okay. There's um, there's a show called Party Down. It just came back. Uh, it was a stars show that came out about 15 years ago. It was about aspiring filmmakers, writers, actors that did a catering service in Los Angeles. All right. and, one, and one of the things was... It was right down. He goes up to this guy and goes, hey, write down how many times you've seen the movie 300. Oh, no. He's like, okay, he writes it down and goes, oh, this is a trick. It's actually to see if you're gay or not. It depends <laughs> on how many times you've seen 300. Are you gay? <laughs> oh, no. So what? how gay am I? Uh, You would be off the chart because he oh, wrote, I think God. Roman, the character wrote down, maybe it was like three or four or something. Yeah. And they were like, gay. Oh no. Oh wow. Between this and the last Patreon episode we did, I'm really exposing myself. <laughs> oh, that's right. The um yes, check out the uh Patreon, Patreon episode that we just did over not old school. Not back to school. School of Rock. Holy shit. Yeah. Over School of Rock where Lucy talks about her scissoring. <laughs> All right. And Watch our Patreon go wild right now. We're about like, to make wait, bank. Wait, We're about what? to make bank. Talk about scissoring. <laughs> yes, it comes up about her being graded on scissoring yeah. <laughs> as well. There you go. Now that's a tease. Uh, there we go. Uh, as far as like the rest of the cast, uh, I don't really have anything. The only one, and it kind of goes to like the opening scene with Van Helsing, is when he's fighting Dr. Jekyll, mm-hmm. the voice of Dr. Jekyll. Is Hagrid himself, Robbie Coltrane, yeah. R.I.P. 
I know, bless him. I didn't realize it was a voice. I I read that he played Mr. Hyde, and I wasn't sure what 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 part. You know, he transforms back into a human yeah, at the end. I was like, it doesn't the, recognize that is not Robbie Coltrane. Yeah, <laughs> so he's the voice when he's like the monster, right? Okay, cool. That's right, Mr. Yeah, Doctor Jekyll is the good one. Mr. Hyde is when he's a monster. That's right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. 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 And I and also saw where this is modeled, or it could have been modeled after Andre the Giant. That character, oh. the CGI character model, he does look like Andre the Giant. The I don't big, know what that is. He's that. It's a guy. Oh, or was a guy. Jesus. Now he was a big wrestler, a uh, French oh, wrestler. Oh, I see. Yeah, I see. Massive. Uh, Princess Bride. If anybody's seen the Princess Bride, uh, he's in that little marble mouth talking in there. R.I.P. Andre the Giant. You lovable big goon. But yeah, mm-hmm. it looks it looks very much like him. Cool. Seven but, foot three inches. Wow. Yeah, he a monster. He a monster. Uh, so the last thing about Richard Rocks, oh, oh fuck, we let relive Richard Roxborough. We're going back to Richard Roxborough. I got one more thing. On All right. <laughs> uh, he's played two other iconic characters in addition to Count Dracula. He's played Sherlock Holmes, no. and he's also played Professor Moriarty in League of Extraordinary Gentlemen, which is a really bad movie. That sometime, whenever another monster movie comes out, we'll do that one because it's Sean Connery's last major role. Also, this sent him into retirement. <laughs> So he's played those three characters. There's been only one other actor to have played the three roles of Dracula, Moriarty, and Holmes. And that is Orson Welles. Oh. Of all the people, Orson Welles and fucking Richard Roxborough have done it. I'm bizarre. Yeah. So if you're with if you're if you're in the same company as Orson Welles, you're in good company. That's pretty good. Yeah, I keep that's... thinking as well. Sorry, go on because no, I'm about to go off on a tangent here. No, if you whatever. have anything else to say, I, don't. <laughs> I was just going. I'm done. I was just thinking, like, obviously, there's loads of Dracula films, and Van Helsing has shown up a few times. This is like the the only Van Helsing film, I believe, but he has shown up in other Dracula movies. So I'm just thinking about this Dracula film that's coming out this week, whether or not there might be a Van Helsing in the Dracula film. What I always gathered from is just Van Helsing is the one who killed him. And yeah. I know we also discussed doing Bram Stoker's Dracula. We talked about doing that one this week instead of this one. And yeah, he's in that movie there. I think, it, is it Anthony Hopkins that might yeah. play him? Yeah. yeah, Anthony Hopkins plays him in that movie. And yeah, I always just assumed that Van Helsing would just come around when you need him Dracula killed. Because <laughs> that's, that's who it. Him. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe then. We'll have to watch this film. See if he comes up. Last Voyage of the Demeter, Dracula. All right, so that's pretty much what I have on the cast and everything like that. We can kind of go through some of the scenes, um, jump around there that kind of stuck out. The intro, I kind of mentioned before that it was, I was like, it's supposed to be campy, but it just seemed kind of lame at first before I realized it just didn't kind of go all into me. I do. Oh, have you mean dra- the black and white section? Yeah, kind of that, where it was, I thought it was going to be that way, or I don't know if it was going to be that way or not, I should say. What I just found funny about that section is it was a prologue and it was, you know, setting up the the lore as such as to how we got to the point of the actual main film of the story, main story of the film. And it was all in black and white. So I was thinking it's going to be like hundreds of years before the events of the film. And then it's only one. <laughs> One year later. One year later. One year later, and we've discovered color. <laughs> no, and it's also shot very much like those 20s and 30s, where it's yeah. like it'd be zoomed in on Igor watching somebody be killed in the shadows in the background on the mm-hmm. wall are the ones doing because at the time obviously you couldn't just show fucking people being killed or even monsters. Yeah. 
So I really thought that was cool if they would have kept it, but they took it away. And like you said, the black and white was more colorful than the rest of this movie. And that's, <laughs> that's not a compliment. Profound. Yes, that's not a compliment. <laughs> it's very, again, it looks like Underworld. Like she just went off to the set of that onto this one. I have the Dracula wives as the OG Targaryens. Like it's just all in there and just like, hey, these are sister wives because they all have like white hair, don't they? When they're in. When they're in their vampire form. Did possibly they? yeah well, i know when they're in their human form they all have different yeah colored they hair. Have different colored hair yeah but, but I thought when that's they're what in their it... vampire form they all kind of look the same yeah. maybe they were all just really white and i just was like yeah hey, their skin goes like gray and maybe that everything was goes gray yeah so maybe that could have been it i don't know but more monsters in here right out of the gate dr jekyll and mr hyde shows up and he mm -hmm. just he kills him it's just like yeah we get the werewolf or the wolf man werewolf and then all this in here. So, yeah, they just waited, you know, one movie, just throw them all together. Every single one. I wasn't sure if they were thinking the film was going to be a hit. They because... absolutely they said I read a thing where they prepared. He Stephen Summers said in an interview much later on that he never had plans for it or planned on that. But I right. saw other things saying that the studio absolutely planned on a series of Van Helsing movies yeah. starring Hugh Jackman, which is a big reason why Anna dies, I think. Is to detach yeah. from everybody. Yeah, because I wasn't sure going into it. I was like, okay, there's a lot of monsters in here. They haven't really left themselves like a big bad for the sequel. Is there going to yeah. be a sequel, or did they intend on just trying to put you know three films worth of bad guys into one film? <laughs> no, you're right. That's just kind of weird. Yeah, they got rid of Dracula. They got rid of of werewolf. They got rid done. of Doctor Mister Hyde. So you got the mummy, and then maybe some other ones that I don't care about. Yeah, and then they yeah they're right. They get rid of Anna in the end. So. Yeah, I, that, that genuinely shocked me. I was surprised Same. That, that she died. I thought they were going to bring I, her back somehow. Oh, like, I don't know. The ending, ugh, that wasn't a very good ending where her, like, big face is in the sky. And I'm like, that okay, was that's... fucking weird. Yeah, yeah, I was like, uh, because they kept showing it. And I'm like, oh, are we going to see her? It's almost like Happy Gilmore-esque, where it's like her and her family just waving, like Abe Lincoln <laughs> and the alligator. And it's her just massive face. Like covering the whole sky, and I'm like, okay, she's still horny for him. I thought they were gonna, um, there might have been like another vampire or something that was gonna bite her and resurrect her, so she could live forever. You know, she would live, but she would be a vampire. So yeah, but I don't I know. I just... thought maybe that would be it, but she just died. <laughs> yeah, which that's she got you know to heaven with her family, which is yeah. what they wanted to do. They were cursed. Anna Valerius, which is a badass name. Yeah, that was pretty cool. Uh, cool. no, I was about to say username, but it's a username—it's a surname. <laughs> yeah, so I had this very early on, and boy, was I not prepared for it. I had over reliance on CGI, and yeah, yeah a huge over reliance on CGI, a huge over reliance to me on action, especially that first hour, mm -hmm. where there was so much of it, especially when he gets to the village and instantly before anything can really happen, the bride's attack. That shit was like yeah. fifteen minute scene. What I think so. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it was like mm -hmm. fifteen minutes. And it That's just when kept... I got bored. Yes, and it's just like okay, it's too much action, too quick, and we don't know the characters. Like yeah. if if someone if they die, what do we really? It was like Anna just got there. Is it? Are we supposed to be sad because she's hot? <laughs> or yeah, <laughs> like that's the thing. It just yeah, it just dragged on. Yeah, it was too much. And then I I kind of liked sometimes through the film they did scenes of the werewolves transforming and stuff behind a sheet or something and like in the earlier bit of the film you saw just the shadow of the transformation happening and i thought oh that's really cool like that's a clever way to do it where we see what's happening but it's 
not really stupid looking, but then rest of the film is like way too much CGI and it's not good. No, it is not. What do you think about the werewolves transitioning in this movie where like they rip their skin off? They don't yeah. turn it like. Because yeah. usually they just kind of turn like, it I mean, just, usually it, it grows out and everything it, like grows out. In real out, life, yeah. werewolves yeah. don't do that. <laughs> this isn't a real no, Usually they just kind of grow and rip their clothes off, right? But this yeah. one, they rip their skin off. It's really, well, I guess it's unique. It stood out. It was kind of hard to watch. Like They said it was to resemble the beast within. Oh, well, yeah, there you go. But, but then, the, how do they get back to normal? Do they then rip off the werewolf that, skin? Is it like a shirt they just keep ripping off and they it's have like it a little underneath? Russian doll? <laughs> I don't think they thought that far ahead. No, but yeah, when um the brother was doing that, I was like, okay, that's that's horrific too. And yeah, it's, is this horrific? Are we doing camp? Like again, this movie had a very much crisis of identity. I think. Yeah, that's a good way to put it. Yeah. All right, so the friar Carl, by the way, friar Carl. <laughs> Carl, damn it. Yeah. Carl, yeah. Carl, who's a friar, so he can cuss and have sex, which he does throughout this movie. Yeah. Is that what he asked that woman for at the end of the film? Did he ask her? So he saved a woman from one of the baby oh, vampires yeah, and she goes, yeah. How can I ever repay yeah, you? Yes, and he whispers yes, something in her ear and then it like cuts to them waking up together on the sofa. I was like, Excuse me? Yeah. Friar <laughs> Carl got in on the ground floor of YouTube MRA videos and pickup artists. <laughs> uh, he saved a woman, so he deserves that to be repaid in sex. That's how it works, I think. That, yeah. yeah. And, she, and she's like, Oh, you can't. You're a. Monk is like, I'm just a friar. Oh, mm -hmm. and then it's like, that's apparently the law back then. And he gets to do his friar stuff and then cuss all he wants. Yeah, living the life. He acts like Q to Van Helsing's James yeah. Bond. Very much yeah. James Bond. I I don't know if I like, I don't think I like this. Because you see- The weapons just, expert. You just see it in so many movies and like everything. And- I don't the hate nerdy it. weapons yeah, expert it's alongside always, the big jock. Yeah, it's yeah. always the nerd weapons expert, and they always explain stuff that's always going to come back later. You know, they're going to need it later, mm -hmm. or they'll use it later. But yeah, they go to the Vatican that is also Muslims there. Looks like Buddhist monks are there. Mm -hmm. So it's just and they're like, yeah, we save everyone. Like, so under the Vatican are all of these religions. It's funny how they decided to go there. They went to the Christian, the Catholic yes <laughs> interesting very strange little setup yeah and they also have monster hunters yeah they do yeah Weird. and then one guy was like what in allah and i heard that i was like allah oh wait and then i noticed in the background the monks and everything i was like oh this is like a very diverse holy warrior and then the the exposition comes out that van helsing was a child found on the steps i guess of notre dame yes and... also very much like Geralt of rivia yeah Taken in by a group of monster hunters and Even raised. Summer's a Witcher fan? Yeah, I'm <laughs> questioning this now. Did he read The Witcher and then just like, oh, God, that'd be funny if it was. Let's do this, but real monsters. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, when Anna and her brother are introduced hunting the werewolf, again, just the clunkiness. No, Anna, it will kill you. Yeah, no shit, dude. It's like <laughs> flipping werewolf, bro. We yeah, I got it. lost in that scene a lot where they, oh, you know, yeah. they're up and down in the cage. Oh, she needs mercy. the gun. God, then he, she's running. Then they go into the water. It's like, fuck me. Okay, What's yeah. Happening? 
you studied film, you said. Did you ever do anything over editing? Because I don't know if the editor of this movie did either, yeah, especially in the yeah. scene with the brides and Marishka and all that. I swear to oh God, there was God. there was one scene, and I don't know if it was him. It looked like him every time. Van Helsing gets thrown into like a barn or something up against like boards. I mm-hmm. swear to God, within like one and a half seconds later, he's thrown in another one. And then like two <laughs> cuts later, he's thrown again into another. I swear that was him the whole time. Yeah. Oh God. Stuff like that really grind like like it really grates on me sometimes, especially like continuity errors. I notice it all the time with hair. I notice it a lot. And if we ever if we watch Twilight in October, which we might do, there is one really bad one. And it's, it's like up so, and then totally down. It's no, it's um it's actually not her hair. She is uh there's a character that's in the hospital and she has I don't know what it's called, but you know, when you have something in your nose to help with I don't know if it's oh, breathing. Blood. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, or whatever. Okay. Yeah. Um, she has it there. And then in one, they go close in and it's like this. And then they go out and it's like completely different. So it's like flip, flop, flip, flop. And I was like, I can't watch this film anymore because it's so bad. See, I can see Twilight because I do know there are people on set and that is like part of their job, whether it's like a PA yes. or a writer. Some... people. It's, yeah. There's it's people real there. life role. Yeah. And so I can see something like Twilight, which probably had the budget of, under 10 million like that first one but not a hundred not 160 million dollar no it shouldn't especially not in the edit well that's what i mean like get rid of it yes the continuity here is like the actual editing of putting it in i'm like god this is like taking three levels of just chaotic editing yeah not knowing (laughs) what the hell is happening i also love that anna when we're introduced to her she's like no that's my brother up there he knows that (laughs) You don't need to tell. He knows that's your brother. I'm sure he's known it for a long time. Why are you telling him? No, that's my brother up there. Oh, it's for the audience. Okay. (laughs) That is so noticeable now in movies, 20, 25, 30, anything older than like 15, 20 years now is stuff like this. I don't seem to see anymore in movies. This is just really clunky exposition. Yeah, and if it does, it's really like people make fun of it a lot now. I think maybe filmmakers oh, are now yeah. worried about being made fun of. I wonder if it's like TikTok. YouTube videos. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's YouTube videos and content creators are just like, what? Because you have it there just when we found you crawling up the steps of Notre Dame. It's like, bro, you don't need to remind him. Like, Here's the lore, yeah. <laughs> you can just say, hey, when you were a baby. But I know they do it for us. I know it's very clunky in that <laughs> sense. Uh, I got jump scared in this movie. Oh, did you? One time when... And the green sacks of the of the children when he's like reaching in yeah. and you can oh kind of, yeah 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 you can see it behind Anna and it reaches and I'm like okay that's gonna grab her and then it goes back to there and I don't know what I was doing and it just I legit jumped I was like god damn it you're like they got me oh they got me and I don't get jump scared often I really oh, don't. see I usually do but I'm on edge all the time but I was on so edge like, like already yeah. I'm like how did this get me. <laughs> I don't think anything managed to scare me. I do remember it scaring me a lot when I was younger, though. That's the one thing I do remember of the film is the brides, especially. The brides at the ball when everyone's, me. when their faces elongate yeah. and the things come out. That's pretty freaky. I forgot about that bit because, you know, when they're dancing in the ball. Yeah. And they dance up to the mirror and he's like, we, you know, we look so wonderful yeah. tonight, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, oh, this is so stupid. Like, obviously you can't see his reflection, but you can't see everyone else's reflections either. That's so dumb. I was like, they've made an editing error there. That's so oh. stupid. And then it, I remembered that Wait, everyone is a vampire. Wait, you didn't think that now, did you? 
No, yes. Oh, you thought that when now? I was watching oh. it, I was like, this is so dumb. I was like, why can't we see everyone else's <laughs> reflections? And then I was like, oh, shit. Yeah, they're all. <laughs> oh, you're like, oh, no, that was actually a great shot. And a that was great actually review. really yes. clever. Yes. yes. No, I have that. Sorry, down the, Steven. The, the ballroom scene is the highlight of the movie for me. I will. All, it's I really lo- good. I love yeah. a ballroom scene. Give me a murder mystery set at a ballroom, like a masquerade ball or something like that, and I'll be locked in no matter what it is. I yeah, love it. No, it's great. Uh, the costumes were cool. And yes, I have down the reveal that everyone else is a vampire with that non-reflection shot was really fucking cool. It's very clever. Yeah. And as soon as they revealed it, I was like, mm. A bit too clever for you. Yes, too clever for me. Oh, look at this mistake. How could they mistake that? It's just, oh, yeah, we know Dracula is it. Oh, wait, where's everybody else? Oh. Silly me. Uh, Yeah, the left hand of God. Um, I have down there is the Gabriel, the archangel Gabriel. I also have down that wagon chase. I kind of like the wagon chase. Yes, and they got me. I didn't, I forgot that she had the real wagon. Oh, yeah. No, I okay, I'll admit that. I may have been tuned out a little bit to oh. where after the scene, I was like, wait, hold up. I had to go back and like, re- did you rewind <laughs> a little bit? <laughs> I had to go back. Cause I'm like, wait, that was Didn't the wagon. Go off the cliff. Yeah. I was like, his wagon just crashed. Why, why is Frank? What, what, what? And then I looked, and I was like, oh, okay. Yes. They, they duped them. That's they, how they, they killed the second bride as well. The sticks. Yes. Oh, it exploded and came up. And then mm-hmm. that was another cool shot there. See, yeah, the, the movie cool. really did pick up towards the end for me. The first hour yeah. was brutal. It was boring. Yeah. And it did as it as it got from then on, I think it ended and ended very well. I feel like they should have cut out about half an hour of fluff and made it like oh. an hour and an hour and 40 minutes. Get rid of all the added shit that we don't need. Okay, so the and whole point. Yeah, the whole point was to find out where Dracula is, right? Which they finally get. Yeah. So, again, so much of that beginning, not the not the eight minutes and so eight minutes I was fine with because it was at least unique or different, mm-hmm. which is all that lead up the twelve minute, fifteen minute, whatever, ten, whatever it was, fight with the three brides at the beginning, like so much of that. Yes, it could have been just you're leading up Get to this rich. other point. Yeah. Don't need, and it's it's not like it was like well we can't cut this character development. There's no character <laughs> development to cut. So yeah. not only could you have cut that action, that saves you money on the CGI. Exactly. See, and that was the point as well. When I started, I had a little bit of a snooze when I watched this film. Yeah. Because I was, you know, it's, I was in my living room and it was very cozy. And I was just like an hour in. I was like, I'm not sure what's happening. I'll just close my eyes for a second. And then, and I, then like, don't... No, I have to watch, I do the podcast. I have to watch this film. <laughs> but <laughs> if I hadn't have been doing this, I would just pause it, went to sleep for a bit and then come back. You wouldn't have been watching it if it wasn't. Oh, yeah, maybe See, not. <laughs> this is the stuff we go through to watch this some of these. Y'all. And I do know there's going to be some people that are going to make this is so good it's bad. And there's going to be also people who watched it very young that are going to be like, oh, I love it. I'll defend it. The you nostalgia. Know good for you. It's fine to like it. It's okay. Like, you know, it's okay to I like it. fun. Tremendously terrible, horrible movie. It doesn't reflect on your own character. No. Just, it does reflect on your opinions, though, if you tell us or tell me. <laughs> uh, so at the wagon trace, they have these Transylvanian horses. They're faster than werewolves. And all I thought of was like the Rastabel rabbits from The Hobbit. 
Oh, I don't out- know what that is. It's from the Hobbit. They're these rabbits, and they just outrun these like wargs and everything. And these little rabbits on the front taking it down. I'm like, oh, mm-hmm. with Radagast the Brown, who that's so cute. It is, and his entire presence was cut from the Hobbit cut that I saw. Oh, it doesn't mean anything, and they just cut him out. Oh, it's wow. just like there yeah, it's go. like a four-hour Hobbit cut of all the movies into four hours. Oh and yes, yes, you get told that, me about that. Get actually. that Radagast uh, right out of here. <laughs> A uh, second highlight highlight of the movie was the ball scene. The second highlight yeah. of the movie was the cat fight at the end. Oh yes, vampire, oh, the, the the girl, yeah, woman fight, cat fight. Oh, there's I'm always got to be a bit of girl on girl oh, in these films, it's isn't in there? there? And I was in my room, just cartoon howling like a wolf, just yeah, slapping knee, just yeah, 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 yeah. There you go. <laughs> there's always one. Like, what film did we watch? Batman and Robin. There was. That one with Poison Ivy I mean, and Batgirl, like they always do it. It's so shit, but it's funny. That one funny I was that one I wasn't looking like that because she was like 17 or something. So that I just was like, oh, I don't even know what's happening. My eyes are <laughs> You just, looked away from the screen. Yeah. But this one here, I'm like, yeah. <laughs> just Looney yeah. Tunes thing. I did quite like the the brides. I thought they were quite over the top and silly as well. Yeah. No, and they... their outfits were, you know, ridiculous and so much boobs. And shrieking. No, they, I, <laughs> everything about Dracula and what I think was good. Like I said, if, if they got, I don't want to just like bag on Hugh Jackman or Kate Beckinsale. I don't know if it was the direction or if it was them or whatever, mm-hmm. but yes, like going back to the mummy, I'm always going to compare it to the mummy, like for obvious reasons, like Brendan yeah. Fraser is going for it in there. He's. And Rachel Weiss. Rachel Weiss is doing well, Weiss. but yeah. And Benny, like I said, and the brother, I can't remember his name. I think John, something like that. Everything was comedic about that, but not like jokey. It was just comedic yes. performances. But Brendan Fraser in the lead was very much that, don't want to say like alpha because of all the bad shit that comes in that sense. Yeah. A, he's a leading man, square jaw. He's the leader. Yes. And he's just taking charge and he's putting it out and he's just buffed as all get out. And I'm like, yes, that's what you need. Hugh Jackman is more pretty, I'd say. Like, he's not ruggedly handsome. I mean, yeah, compared to what I remember him from Wolverine, I was like, Yeah, oh, in this okay. movie, he's yeah. not. Yeah, he's, he's maybe it's the very long, handsome guy. It's the long, long hair, hair and, and yeah, he just, he's very pretty. And it's mm-hmm. just like, yeah, I don't know. I guess it kind of went a little rough and tumble. Where's your arms? Like, he didn't get his arms out in this film, I don't think. Well, he had his shirt off at the end. Oh, yeah, he did. Yeah. And he's like, got that little Wolverine bod still. He kept that. Yeah, it's funny though. Like they left, they left his little skirt on, even though he rips all his clothes oh. and skin off. They like leave a little, a little thing there. Hey, the two thousand four PG thirteen can't hang dong here. <laughs> None of that. I think that happened in Oppenheimer. Does it? Did he hang? No, but that's PG thirteen. You can't. Ha- was it PG thirteen? I don't know. I know there was. I know Florence Pugh does a nude soon. Nude scene. A nude soon. <laughs> a nude soon. <laughs> yeah. I mean, Titanic set the precedent for PG 13 female nudity. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Kate She's Winslet. Just all out. Have you not seen Titanic? I've seen it. I just don't remember. Okay. I watched a little bit of it the other day before it got really depressing. I'm like, okay, I'll watch it's it. It's a long and sad oh, it's film. Super long. It's super long. It's really good. I mean, it's really good. It's a really good movie. But it's really good up until like the iceberg hits, and I'm like, okay, this is this is sad. Don't need it's it. It's so bad that they put that back on Netflix after the whole submarine thing. Like, no, Titanic's back on Netflix. I was like, are they really? Are you fucking yeah, they did. Like a day after. 
God. Sometime during the whole you oh, know, like when it was... news frenzy <laughs> around that, like the Titanic no show I mean, on I'm Netflix. Sh- like... <laughs> I'm sure it was a contractual thing that was mm-hmm. supposed to come out, but I-, I did watch it like a few weeks after that thing. I was like, yeah, yeah. I'm going to watch-, watch Titanic again. Great marketing. But that's the thing, too, is the beginning of that movie, they're in a submersible. That's what they're doing, isn't it? And they go down. The whole time I'm thinking, like, man, this is exactly what those dumbasses did. Yeah. R.I.P. But they didn't do it with James Cameron. <laughs> nope. Yeah, you got to do it with him. Uh, the CGI vampire werewolf fight at the end, while the CGI may have been lacking, I kind of liked it. I thought it was great. Yeah. And okay. also, he looks so like the vampire from Witcher 3 Blood and Wine. Oh, damn. What the fuck was his uh, name? Oh, yes. Um, Yes, he looks exactly like yeah, Detlaf's vampire form. And seeing, yeah, I thought their fight was very cool when they went both turned into their beast form and fought around that massive building where there's fireworks and lightning and flames. I thought that was pretty awesome. Like as soon as they did that, as soon as he turned into werewolf and then he turned into Dracula and they jumped at each other, I'm like, oh man, this is going to be fucking terrible. Like the end of Mummy 2 when the right. Scorpion King shows up. But I was, no, I was like, no, this actually... This actually played off pretty well. I thought they handled it really well as well, where they kind of go back and forth between their beast forms and have a bit of conversation here and there. Yeah, and I guess then... they can't they can't talk in the middle. No, that would have been really well. The weird. werewolf if they can't. Had... The werewolf can't. Yeah. yeah, if they had talked in their beast forms, I think that would have been a bit too far for me. I would be like, nah, this is so stupid. <laughs> and Dracula's trying to get him as a partner, being like, hey, yeah. we're, we're monsters now together, because he knows it's the only way he can be killed is by a werewolf. Yeah. Which again is it is. That might be like so lore accurate. We don't know about it. But traditionally, it's always just stake through the heart, right? For Dracula. Yes, but he doesn't have a heart. That's right. He so that makes him different from the other vampires. Look at Steven Summers just flipping it. Oh, that's right. I have no heart. Yeah. That's right. God. Okay. <laughs> uh, I liked then... that bit where he impaled himself to show that he couldn't be killed. Oh, with Frankenstein. Bit? Yeah. Yeah. It was so like, it was like um, in Witcher season two, you know, where. Um, the Bruxa gets impaled and she kind of pulls herself pulls it, along. Yeah. I was like, oh, <laughs> yeah. I forgot. He also gets um when Van Helsing hits him in the heart and he like, oh, what's up, man? Pretending, yeah, he's just like, yeah. oh, oh, man. Okay, yeah. W- uh, what's going on? Oh, hey, Gabriel. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that, that was another cool thing too that I thought it's one of those. It's it's clever and can definitely fall by the wayside because you're either bored or might not be the audience for it. Was him knowing his name. And calling him Gabriel. Yes. And it's like, why is he calling him Gabriel? Why is he so forward with him? Oh, it's because he fucking killed him. Yes. They're kind of like ancient arch nemesis. Yeah. I don't think Gabriel remembers, does he? No, he that was his a... memory. Did Drac- Dracula wiped his memory? Or I think God the... did. God, maybe well, God. Or maybe the church people. The church... Okay, maybe. Oh, maybe that was it. But then Dracula said that he could give him his memories back if they yeah. joined together. What was Dracula trying to do again? Trying to give life to his babies. That's what it was. To give life to the undead. And to take over the world. Oh, there it is. <laughs> okay, that was it. I'm like, there's got to be a taking over the world thing. Right? Yeah. Come on, That's Dracula. it. Why are people living in Transylvania? Is it? I know it's the 1500s. People live there in real life, don't they? Yeah, but there's there's no Dracula. There's no killing people. No. <laughs> 
Oh, you mean in the why do they live there if the vampires live there? Yes, and they kill. And I know they said I thought that was interesting too, where they're like the townspeople are just like, no, don't mess with them. They kill like two people a month. Okay, they they only kill to survive, and they don't mess. And now that you killed one, they're gonna come kill for revenge, which they do. I do like that little twist. There's a lot yeah. of really good, like smart, interesting things in this dumb, mm-hmm. dumb movie. Yeah, it's it's interesting that they've kind of learned to live with them, even though you're right. It's like, why don't you guys just pack up and go somewhere else? But I guess the vampires need to feed, so they'll probably just follow them anyway. Yeah, I guess that's true. I guess you can't just take a train to Paris. No. <laughs> why don't they just go to the ATM, get some money out of the money <laughs> machine, and then leave? It is also remind me reminds me of The Witcher when he kills the monster, then the townspeople hate him. Yeah. Okay. The Butcher of Blaviken. Yeah. I'm glad I thought of that, that this is like The Witcher. This is exactly like The Witcher. So much of it really is. It's really strange. Yeah. And then Carl's like a little yaskier. Carl is a yaskier, a cute. Yeah, because he's like a whoremonger too. Well, I guess I'm, I don't want to call that woman a whore. He's Whoa. a, I know, I was like, whoop, step back, step He's back. a ladies' man. Don't me to me. There you go. He's a promiscuous ladies. But he's a dork. And he can only get yeah. laid saving women's lives and then guilting them into... Yeah, that was quite problematic, actually, of Carl. That was very problematic. Carl, you're getting me too along with me. You're getting cancelled, Carl. Sorry. Well, you know what? If she is a woman who has sex with him because of that, she is a ho- Okay. Uh, no. <laughs> Cut me off there. He is a ho- Technical difficulties. We'll be back after this We'll be right break. back. All right. So the last main thing that I have is the ending scene where Frank... Frank... Are they exiling Frankenstein's monster? Are they just I thought they was gonna be mates of him? They spent the whole last section of the film being like, You're our friend. Yes. Wanna be friends. And then she he says thank live. you. And his little face when she says thank oh. you to him, he's like, Oh, friend. And then they oh my... send him off on a boat. On... They send him to row off on this tiny thing he can only stand up on to by where? himself. What is he exiled? What what the hell? I didn't understand that. I thought they were all going to live happily ever after together, like Shrek in the swamp with all the weirdos all together, and they'd just be happy. Yeah, and the, I guess it goes back to like the sequel thing is they could always just yeah. bring him back wherever the hell he was rowing to. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> uh, Anna is burned on a pyre and then appears in the sky still horny. And I got that uh, earlier. I thought, that was, I thought I was dreaming at this point. Yeah, at that point, you're just like, wait a minute. Did I take something? <laughs> you know, just the way her face just came through the clouds. It's just so it's big. So, so big. weird. Yes. Just like have her like hugging her family or hugging somebody and she like turns around. It's like, look, she's with her family and it's not just yeah. a face. Just her face in the sky. Yeah. It's like and... Lion King. Yeah. Oh, was it just Mufasa's face? Yeah. Was that the Simpsons where it had Three of them. Yeah, I think that's the Simpsons I'm thinking of. Where they I had know. I think oh, that's right. Because if James Earl Jones was the voice. Mm. And so I think it's Bleeding Gums Murphy, who I don't think was voiced by James Earl Jones on the show. I don't think he was. And then like Darth Vader appears next to him in the oh. sky. And then um shit, what was the other one? I think it was Mufasa. Then it was Mufasa. And it just was like, oh, okay. So that wasn't the actual Lion King, that was just the Simpsons. Okay. Uh, that one. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> oh, that came rushing back to me. Uh, and then I have Van Helsing and Carl ride off into the sunset and not a sequel. 
No sequels here. No. No. They the studio saw the mummy too and they were like you know what i don't think the movie ended up losing money i think because of the international no, everything they didn't, yeah yeah it made like over 300 yeah but it was a 160 million dollar budget and i know you'll see some people say it has to double it but i think through everything else in uh, dvds i saw it sold like 60 million dollars oh in wow like the first week of dvds and oh. so i think it's one of those it didn't lose money but steven summer said that it just didn't make enough to garnish interest you know in mm -hmm. the second one and i also think they saw that mummy too and they're like no stephen summers will give you one yeah we ain't giving you a second we'll one. leave it at that we it has however it. since been a van helsing netflix series yeah which ran for five series starting in 2016 and it is of the descendant of abraham van helsing vanessa helsing uh woke woke <laughs> I was interested, this but woke no, I'm not. Media had woke to make it a media. woman. Is it like a modern day? Um, I'm not sure, but I, I read very briefly that she is resurrected and becomes a monster hunter, Vanessa. Ooh, is and she is the very, very long time descendant of Abraham. So it's not linked okay, so it must to be... Hugh Jackman. Yeah. It's its own thing. Uh, for anybody first time listening, I'm joking about that woke thing. Please hand, uh, note the sarcasm in my voice. Kelly Overton stars as Vanessa yeah. Van Helsing. That name sounds familiar. True Blood, but I never watched it. No. Tekken? Okay, maybe this Kelly Overton is just a generic name. That uh, maybe, maybe. That she didn't know. Maybe. I don't know. But yeah, I oh. haven't watched that. haven't heard of anybody watching no. it. But five I... series is pretty good for Netflix. Nope. I know it was back in the day. But... There you go. Yeah, that yeah. was a much different day, 2016. But I'd never heard yeah. of anybody in that show either. Any of the nope. actors. Maybe we should watch it. No. I. <laughs> oh, my God. Asked again yesterday and asked again today by two separate people. Have you seen The Walking Dead? You should oh. watch The Walking Dead. I'm like, oh, my God. I go you nine watch seasons. The Walking Dead. I can't do it. You can only you only have to watch the first three, I and will, then if you want to watch, if you want to bail after that, I'm okay with that. We will play Left for Dead two on yes. the stream Saturday, and that will be my Walking Dead coach. I get to be coach. Yeah. Oh, I'd like to be Rochelle. Left for Dead. Okay. Um, that is all that I have pretty much in it stuck out. You got anything? No, I gave me big Bloodborne vibes. I know I haven't played Bloodborne, but it kind of looks like that to me. Do you, have you played Bloodborne? No, I will not play it. It looks way... I've watched people. I'll watch people yeah. play it. It is so grimy. It is so dark. It's that Victorian yes. London. I, I can't do... It's what I loved about Elden Ring also was it's very bright at first and then it yeah. can get dark. You can go to different places. Witcher mm -hmm. was that same way. Like you get in Velen yeah. and it's just so dark and dank. But then you get out to Novigrad and you get with uh bloodborne it's just that whole time couldn't do it i watched some yeah. people play it and just one it's it was a placenta i think this yeah. thing was attacking you with this placenta <laughs> yeah it's not my vibe at all like I've, no. i know some people fucking love it and they're like oh yeah. well you like elden ring like it's a souls game no, no i won't play that game i'm not interested in it at all i appreciate that people enjoy it but to yeah. me it's like too dark and dingy and Way gross too dark so gross looking and yeah there's some people in my discord and stuff that really want me to play 
Bloodborne. I'm like, I'm never gonna do it. What you but can't... this film reminded me of that kind of vibe sometimes, yeah. where it was just guns, vampires, long coats. What you can do with <laughs> that is it just be a if you ever do a subathon and just make that like yeah. five hundred dollars. If I hit five hundred dollars for a day, no, it's for a day. Just it's say you'll do day. it for a day. You'll do it for six out, whatever, four hours, whatever your normal yeah. thing is. Like you'll do it. I know. Um, I know Basic, previous guest, friend of the show, Basic, did that for... Elden Ring, I think. Was it Elden Ring? Okay, was it Elden Ring? Okay. <laughs> she hated it, Or maybe it, right? Dark Souls. She just didn't, didn't like yes, Souls it, game at all, I don't it, think. It was one of those because she was playing. I was like, what the hell? And then I saw that yeah. she had to play it. And I was like, I think oh, it was either Dark Souls 3 or Elden Ring, yeah. I think it was Dark Souls. For some reason, I think it was Dark Souls because it was even yeah. more like... Elden Ring is accessible. Yeah, so where you can go run it's your around. Entry level yeah, you can run around. You don't game. have to. Other ones like Sekiro, you are on a rail, and you have to do that. Uh, that certain fight right there. All right, so that's gonna do it here. Now is the time where we're gonna put this in our very scientific tier system. Ooh. I will go first. When the movie ended, I had it at D, the bottom. It'll be Aww. S. I should explain what the tiers are for those of you who know. S tier is the highest. I don't really know why. I think we looked that up. Can't remember. Okay. S tier is the highest, then it's like A, B, C, D in that order, yeah. descending order, typical like normal. So S is the highest. We will not be discussing S tier during this. <laughs> I initially had it D, the lowest. And then, like I said, after the movie ended and I thought about it and I thought more about Richard Roxborough, Dracula alone to me bumps this into the C tier. It's it's so bad. I initially had it so bad. It's just bad. It's not so bad. It's good in that mm -hmm. sense. It needed to lean more into the campiness. It needed to be yeah. more like his performances. The CGI is just too much. It's not that it's bad. I can deal with bad CGI because 2004. I don't need it like now. Over-reliance on it too much. And yeah, this is a solid C tier. I can't recommend it unless mm -hmm. this is your jam, like a monster movie or something like that. Yeah. Then sure, you probably will have some fun with it. Yeah. I put it in B. B. I had a good time. My only gripe was that it was too long for not being good enough to be that long. Like I wasn't wasn't interested in watching it all in one go. Like I would have had a break if I had the time, but I didn't. And yeah, it was just How can you I have totally a B tier agree. movie that you needed a break? Because I think S and A are my like two super super. <laughs> B is where I'm like, I enjoyed it. It's all right. C is where I'm like, I didn't enjoy this. D okay. would be like, I hate this. Like, actively okay. feel good. bad against it. So B for me is like basic. No, that's line, true. Yeah, no, no, yeah. Had a you, good time. Yeah, if you enjoyed it for sure. And that's good. Because C, I would say I did not enjoy it. Like, yeah. I, it was certain parts I did. But overall, like, no, it, it was a chore. Oh, C for chore. Okay. Is it a, <laughs> C for chore. B for badass. A for awesome. S for super perfect. Okay, super yeah. <laughs> and D for dog. There you go. Look at that. Yeah, perfect. I did it on there. All right. So C tier for me, B tier for you. All right. Yeah. If you want more of us, make sure to check us out at the Discord link below. I was like, what do I have on? Yeah. Here? Where do uh, we go? Yeah, on Discord is a very easy way to find us. Um, as I'll kind of say when we do our individual thing out there, I've deactivated my personal Twitter. So mm. I will no longer be accessible on the personal aspect of that. We still have the on the path. Check us out there. Email us at pod on the path at gmail.com. That's the new one. Pod on the path. It'd be our That's first email. 
yes, be the first one in there. Let us know. Good, bad, whatever. Anything coming up. Recommendations, thoughts, whatever. Um, Again, check out the Patreon. By now, we're up to, it's got to be close to dozens of hours. Extra stuff in there. Oh, my uh, we God, just, yeah, loads. Yeah, we just did School of Rock. Um, I will say this, and this is not like the scissoring tease that I did. There was about three or four things <laughs> that we said in there, some accidental, some not that maybe some days we'll put like an old Patreon episode out on the main feed. Uh, this one will never go out on the main no, feed. No, can't be- do that. Because of some <laughs> jokes, very off the color jokes. So that will be one that will stay behind it. It's a lovely movie. I've uh, grown on Jack Black as well. Yeah, we love Jack Black. That was a lot of fun doing that one. It was good. And then all the socials below, Instagram, YouTube, all that fun stuff right there. Eventually, probably starting next week, we're going to start doing some video, put some of that, not the whole episode, put some clips up on YouTube, all that stuff to put up. So look for that. Uh, and Lucy, where can we find you? You'll find me at Lucy J. Robin um, on most social media platforms now. All right. You can really only find me now on Twitch, which I probably won't be streaming from that much. So if you do want to find me, find me on Discord. Yeah, the best place is Discord. I think I said at yes. the end of the Barbie episode that I sometimes look in our DMs on Instagram and Twitter, but there's so many bots and shit in there. Like it just, if you were to send a genuine message, it's probably going to get missed. That is because a, it's full yes. of bots. It's a very good So point. Discord is the place to be. If you haven't used it before, it's super easy to get the hang of and everybody's in there. So you can have a chat with us, but you can also have a chat with hundred or so other people who enjoy the podcast yes a lot of good chats in there and if you don't know discord don't want to use it that's perfectly fine email us for sure yes. we're both tied to yeah. that account we will see it we will respond and honestly we might even read about it or talk about it on the show yeah all right join us next week as we're gonna have a sausage party oh my god <laughs> <laughs>